Welcome to RAF episode one, and uh, starting this out, I'm going to tell you kind of where this whole Resilience AF thing came from, and give you my story on it, why I'm resilient. Um, Before we do that, I want to put into context, this is basically resilience when it comes to weight loss or people starting at a trying to get a career started, a side hustle, you know, this is, uh, there's a whole nother level of resilience outside of this that goes on in this world where there are people that are struggling, where there are people that are, are oppressed and people are being held down and there are very, very serious circumstances. So I, I was a little hesitant to really start saying a lot about resilience, Um, I think in the context of the community that is mostly coming to this podcast, uh, I think they'll get that, you know, everybody has their certain level of resilience and things that they need to deal with. So uh, we're going to be sharing stories of people that have had to persevere, have had to really hang in there to to be successful uh, doing different things. But by the same token, always, always, always keep in mind that if you are somebody that is able to post about your weight loss process on social media or are able to be uh, connected through these tools every single day, there are definitely many, many, many people all over the world that don't have the same privileges that we do. So that that is one thing. This is probably going to be the only episode where I bring that up. I figured since this is episode one and I'm starting with my own, uh, that that would probably be the best place to put that. But um, we're resilient AF, but we're resilient AF with proper perspective. Um, as far as the slogan itself, it really came... Uh, it was something I was thinking about over Flying Pig Weekend. And leading up to that race, I had not completed a race at all um, since 2016. I did the color run the summer of 2016. And then uh, at that time, I was still really, really big into like the Fitbit Step Challenges and had an overuse injury uh, where I actually ended up having a, a what was most likely a stress fracture uh, I didn't go to an orthopedic for this particular injury only because I'd gone to an orthopedic before and basically told them exactly what I thought it was going on uh, because I had spent I have spent most of my life most of my uh, childhood and adolescent teenage life in physical therapy so like kind of me me and my body kind of like know what's what's up and what's going on and when I went to the orthopedic about this one particular issue told him what I thought he's like yeah that's probably it um, you know we're going to bill you on your way out. Uh, so, you know, I, I, given the type of exercise I was doing at the time, given kind of how this injury progressed, uh, I know that it was an overuse injury. I'm thinking it was a stress fracture and it took a long, long, long time to heal. Um, but once it finally did heal and we were talking about doing this race, uh, my wife, Miss Level Fitness, Stacy, was was not happy that I signed up. She uh, and she wasn't happy when she thought I was doing a 5K. When she found out I signed up to do the 10K, she's like, "If you hurt yourself, I'm gonna kick your ass." So, um, you know, uh, that was that. And heading into the entire weekend, the 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 entire time we we're getting ready for this race, I thought I was gonna wake up one day and I was gonna have the same feeling with the stress fracture in my foot. Uh, now, what had happened? As we went through this race, 
And, you know, if you're somebody that has, that hasn't really run before, you know, when people are training, they, they kind of figure how long it takes them to complete a distance, you know, what their pace time is per mile. And, um, you know, I, I was, I was aware that I was going to be one of the slower finishers in the race that I was in. Like, you know, even, even running, I'm going to be fairly slow. Um, but I, so I like, I knew it going in. So, you know, my whole thing with training was I wanted to make sure that I was going to be able to just finish the race. That's, that's all I wanted. And, you know, if, if I was slower than the pace where they start packing up the course, then I was going to deal with that then. Um, came to the race. I would, the 10K started in the morning. Um, and then I was one of the slower ones. I, I started off running. Um, wound up walking probably the last 50-60% of the race and they started moving us over because the 5k was starting and um, you know I just I remember it was interesting once once they started moving us you know I'm, I'm I, I got a chance to talk to some of the people that were just completing the race that were kind of in the same boat to me so you didn't really it wasn't like we had in-depth conversations but we got to swap stories a little bit and um and that was really cool. And then when I was coming up towards the finish line, um, you know, I could I could have hammed it up a little bit. I could have probably sprinted the entire uh, way up. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this. I'm finishing this race. This is pr- this is going to be the the only time that I'm doing a 10k. Um, and I'm definite on that. You guys are not talking. Nobody listening is going to talk me into doing a 10k ever again. I will do 5k's. I'm not doing 10k's. Um, so as I'm coming up. I started seeing, you know, you, you've got, the thing about the flying pig is you've got all kinds of people uh, lined up just cheering you on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make eye contact with each person that's making eye contact with me and that's cheering for me. And I'm just I'm like, I'm going to enjoy it. Because again, I'm finishing this race that physically I didn't think I was going to be able to do. So we finished the race and my crew, the, uh, the Flying Pig 2020 crew, uh, the hard, walk, hard Work Squad, the Year Level Fitness Community Squad, everybody waited for me. And it was so cool that they waited for me to finish the race. We, you know, we, we, uh, we, we hugged, we shook hands, we high-fived, we took pictures, uh, and, and, and that was that. Now, I, I came home, I was physically exhausted, and we were getting together that night, and I knew, like, I, I just needed to sleep. But I knew that when I woke up, it was going to be rough. So I tried to stretch before I went to bed, uh, before I went to sleep. I took my nap. I slept for about three hours. And when I woke up, I was in just ridiculous, just pain from the hips down. Like hips down was bad. Back was was bugging out too. And I literally spent 45 minutes just getting myself to the point where I could get up and you know, get cleaned up and get ready to, to go and, and meet these people that had come from all over, uh, all over the world. Yes, Rachel, we're counting you all over the world. Um, and, and hang out with them. And, you know, it was, um, I, I, I really, there were some thoughts in my head. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is the first time they're really seeing me, you know, like, and I'm going to be hardly be able to move. And, you know, I, I was a little nervous about it, but then at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. This is me. This is who I am. And, you know, uh, it, it was cool hanging out with everybody. And, you know, that that was on a Saturday night. Sunday felt like um, pretty much 
like I had just had a hard workout the day before. It wasn't like I wasn't working out that day, but it didn't feel that crazy. And then Monday morning, I literally like I was still sore, but I'm like, screw this. I can go work out. So I did the hundred floors that day. I did an actual workout and I just like I was resilient. Like my body is resilient as can be. Like it just bounced back. No injuries, no nothing. Now, I slugged it out a little bit that week because, I mean, look, I'd been doing more miles than I had, had done in a while. My, my training for this 10K was I pretty much most days, I, only, I, I walked two to three days most days. Some days I would do more than that, two to three miles. I did a few fours. I think I did. And then, like, I started looking at my step counts over the course of the day, and I started getting some sixes and sevens in. So I knew I was going to be able to complete the race. I just didn't know how my body was going to respond. And my body has always been resilient. You know, there was a checklist I saw once uh, about like things you shouldn't cons- you shouldn't do. Like if you're if you have these physical ailments, you shouldn't run. And because of the CP, I shouldn't run. <laughs> Basically, I had like all the ailments. So, um, you know, but but my body has persevered, persevered through everything. I've had to adapt to just about every workout that I've done. Uh, strength training is easy for me because like as long as I'm um, as long as I'm pretty much standing in one place, I'm a pretty strong dude. Like, I can do all the moves. It's cool. Now, if we're doing a lot of, like, compound moves and and when you're getting balance and coordination in it, I can't do balance and strength all that well. Um, I do balance work on my own. I have to modify stuff. So, but I'm I'm very thankful. So, I can do balance work. I can do strength work. I can do endurance. Um, I don't really combine the two that much, but it's cool. I just, I take enough time with my workouts uh, to be able to, to space things out. And... You know, I know with with CP that, you know, it, it really seems like it's use it or lose it to the extreme. So if I don't stretch, if I don't work out, I really start to feel it. And it's very painful. But I also know that with just kind of my, what has become kind of a basic normal routine for me, both with strength training, with endurance training, I use the stair climber a lot, I do the punching bag a lot. And the flexibility part, the stretching, which is my least favorite part, but I do it because I need to do it. Um, you know, I have my mobility is excellent for what my standards are for myself, and I'm just very, very fortunate that I'm able to do the things that I'm able to do. Um, as far as being resilient AF, you know, it's funny. I, I was thinking back to kind of like some other parts of my life. There was a um, when I got out of college, I went to this job fair, and there was the uh, one job that I ended up taking. I've talked to you guys about it before. It was the job where I ended up selling ads um, for the for the phone book, print and online advertising back in in uh, two thousand six, two thousand seven. And you know, the recruiter that was there, who actually wound up being kind of a mentor to me, she was a hiring manager or she was a our, our training manager and a sales rep. Uh, Sharon said, "Like, yeah, we." I, I went back and told him because I kept coming back to that particular booth and talking to her. And like, I wouldn't leave her alone. And she kind of, I mean, she laughs about it. And she went back and told him, she's like, this guy won't take no for an, like just keeps coming back and like, just really, really wants the opportunity and won't take no for an answer. And she said that was one of the things that she told them, like that, you know, they needed to hire me was because of that. Um, so there's that there's, um, it's just kind of like, I, I just, I look at my life as one big gift. And the fact that I've come along around the time that I have where, you know, the internet is what it is and I can communicate through a podcast and I can communicate through video and, and do all this stuff. Like had I come, had I been 
20 years older um, or came around a decade earlier, I wouldn't have the opportunities necessarily that I have right now. I know how fortunate I am just with everything that it is that I do. And, you know, what this whole thing with the flying pig taught me this past year is this baseline approach to fitness that I'm doing, where I'm not going over, you know, all out extreme on every workout. I have plenty of workouts where I push myself and I I am challenged. But this foundation that I've laid is definitely something I'm going to be able that it's it's really setting me up for the lifelong approach to fitness which you know like that was what I was going for but being able to do this race to do the 10k in the way that I did has really shown me how I can train myself to you know do races to do different things I don't I mean I'm not going to be one that gets into a bunch of fitness competitions like I'm not I'm not into that I just want to be somebody that shows up does my workouts uh, and we're coming up on the anniversary now of when I really got into fitness. The summer of 1999, between my junior and my senior year, I was really getting into working out. And I would say that, you know, uh, we're coming up on June 2019. Over the last 20 years, I've done at least an average of four workouts a week for 20 years. Like, this is what this stuff leads to. And it's it's all about continuing to to come back, continue to bounce back, and to continue to do the things to the best of my ability. And it just, like, it's what it's all about. It's just continuing to do the best that you can consistently and then just bouncing back. You know, if, if things seem like you can't find a way to, do, you know, if, if things seem too challenging or, or borderline impossible, you know, look at it a different way. See if you can find a solution. Because I think a lot of times you will end up finding a solution. So um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. But yes, this is the first episode of the RAF, the Resilience as Resilient as You Know the Rest podcast. Uh, if you want to either, if you have thoughts on my story, awesome. Uh, but what I'm really interested in is getting you lined up to, to come on the podcast. And I'm going to say to you, hey, so-and-so. Tell me why you are resilient AF, and I'm going to let you tell your story. We'll have a conversation, but it's mainly going to be you sharing uh, what it is that, that makes you resilient, that has helped you uh, stick with the things that, that, it is, that it is you do. So um, please, please let me know uh, if you're interested in coming on. You can DM me on Instagram. That's at yourlevelfitness, or you can always email me. That is daryl at yourlevelfitness.com. That is D-A-R-Y-L at yourlevelfitness.com. Thank you as always for listening and I will talk to you again real soon.